Welcome to the Good Book Club podcast, part of a worldwide initiative to get people reading their Bible and exploring the Word of God together. This season, we're reading the Gospel of Matthew. Find the full list of daily readings and more ways to learn and connect at goodbookclub.org. I'm Chris Yaw, founder of Church Next here in Metro Detroit, and today's reading for the Good Book Club is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 1 through 25. An account of the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez, and Zerah by Tamar and Perez the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Aram, and Aram the father of Amminadab, and Amminadab the father of Nashon, and Nashon the father of Salmon, and Salmon the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of King David, and David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah, and Solomon the father of Rehoboam, and Rehoboam the father of Abijah, and Abijah the father of Asaph, and Asaph the father of Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, and Joram the father of Uzziah, and Uzziah the father of Jotham, and Jotham the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, and Hezekiah the father of Manasseh, and Manasseh the father of Amos and Amos the father of Josiah, and Josiah the father of Jeconiah, and his brothers at the time of the deportation to Babylon. And after the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Salathiel, and Salathiel the father of Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel the father of Abiud, and Abiud the father of Elakim, and Elakim the father of Azor, and Azor the father of Zadok, and Zadok the father of Achim, and Achim the father of Eluid, and Eluid the father of Eleazar, and Eleazar the father of Methan, and Methan the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called the Messiah. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to the Messiah, 14 generations. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus. 
Today's reflection on this scripture passage comes from A Journey with Matthew, published by Forward Movement as a book and ebook. The author is Ian Markham. Most people want to skip the genealogy. A long list of names does not make for riveting reading. However, we are all interested in our past. One of the most searched for items on the internet is around our personal ancestry. We are curious to know where we come from, who preceded us, and who shaped us into the people we are today. And so the Gospel of Matthew starts with a genealogy. This is the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the Anointed One, in Greek the Christ. It is an extraordinary group. Most of those listed are men with their fair share of complexities. Interestingly, only five women are listed. Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, Bathsheba, and Mary, the mother of Jesus. These are remarkable women. Tamar dresses as a prostitute to seduce Judah and maintain the familial line in Genesis 38. Rahab is the harlot who hid the Jewish spies in Joshua 2. Ruth is the Moabitess who married into the Jewish line. And Bathsheba is the famous wife of Uriah, the object of King David's lust and ultimately the person he makes pregnant in 2 Samuel 11 and 12. So how does God work in the world? We learn from this genealogy that God takes our complex lives and allows grace to emerge. It is not that God approves of King David's seduction of Bathsheba and ultimate murder of Uriah, but even our depravity cannot stop the purposes of God. Often, God's providence can only be seen in retrospect. As we look back, we can see God's grace and discover hope. Throughout the day, consider the question about today's reading. Reflect on your life. Look back at the hard and difficult times. How did God's grace create a pattern for hope? And let us pray. Loving God, take our broken hearts and lives and use them for your grace. Help us in the difficult times to trust that a pattern of hope will emerge and help us to look back with gratitude on the way your loving grace held us and created a presence of hope. In Jesus' name, amen. If you'd like to comment or hear what others are saying, visit us on Facebook at The Good Book Club. Thanks for listening. Find the full list of Good Book Club daily readings, as well as additional ways to learn and connect with other disciples at www.goodbookclub.org. This podcast is produced by Ford Movement in partnership with the Episcopal Church's Office of Communications. Learn more at fordmovement.org and episcopalchurch.org.